more about co-housing with Lynn Morstead and Kelly Soika. Co-housing Houston is a multi-generational, community-minded group of people who share the values of connection and sustainability. We're developing the first co-housing project in Texas, and we're really glad you found us today. How are you doing, Kelly? Hi, Lynn. Great. How are you? Very good. It is February 1st. It is uncomfortably cold in South Texas. And what I've noticed is that there are some people in other parts of the United States who are doing a little bit of co-housing shopping in lower latitudes. They must be looking <laughs> at the weather and seeing that the ice line is just north of us. And wouldn't it be great to live somewhere that really hardly ever has snow and ice? So um, we have a special guest here today, and Bryn Kanar, uh, we met him at one of our public information sessions recently on Zoom, and he was coming to us in kind of like a shopping expedition. He's been going around shopping at different co-housing projects around the country, and we just thought, wow, that would make for a very interesting conversation with some of our listeners. So I just want to welcome Bryn. And Bryn, maybe we can ask you to just kind of lead out with a little bit of an intro on yourself and how you became interested in co-housing. Sure. So I live in Santa Cruz, California. I work at the University of, of uh, California in Santa Cruz. Um, I'm a computer programmer, manager, um, and uh, I am a dad. I have two kids and I really was interested in co-housing when my uh, children were younger. That didn't work out. And so now that I'm uh, approaching retirement and realizing that uh, my retirement may not allow me to, probably will not allow me to purchase a house and remain in Santa Cruz because uh, real estate prices are, are really high here. Uh, the idea came up to uh, look back into co-housing, which I had looked into years ago, and think about, um, you know, what community, what what part of the country, what folks, uh, what sort of uh, co-housing um, project um, looked good, and and I started looking into that, and I I met uh, these folks here at at an info session, and it was it was really great and really interesting. Very, very, very cool. We're so glad you found us. Yeah. And Brynn, you know, sometimes people come to us with um, things that they, it's always different, like something in their past that suggests to them that they would like to uh, live in closer community. For example, Lynn lived uh, with some um, folks when she lived in Germany, she lived in kind of a you know, shared living space. And in my case, we had done like community gardens and a preschool before we, do you have something like that in your background that, that kind of suggests that co-housing might be right for you? Yeah. So a couple things. Um, so when I was quite young, up until about the age of nine, my parents um, started a number of different communes um, in different places in the country. So I did live communally in that sort of situation. And uh, really enjoyed certain aspects of that. Yeah. Um, also, uh, in college, I lived in some, you know, communal houses in college, as a lot of people do, where we shared meals together, um, and that that was a really valuable experience. Um, and so, 
uh, I've just always felt like it would be nice. So I live in a great neighborhood. I know my neighbors. I, I talk to them. I know them by name. We go for walks, et cetera. Um, and I've just thought for a long time that it would be nicer to have more of that because it's awesome. Yeah. 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 I like that. Well, I was wondering too, Bryn, as you start to look at uh, different co-housing um, groups, you know, I, I feel like, especially the way that co-housing gets developed, we're all quite similar in kind of our, our actual structure of how co-housing is happening. And it is co-housing because it has certain elements like a common house and things like that, that, you know, other living situations don't. So I was wondering, you know, what value have you um, found in looking at different co-housing groups? Is it, is it that if you've seen one, you've seen them all, or are you learning different things by talking to different groups? Yeah, they're very different. Um, you know, some are more rural, some are more urban, some are more uh, like apartments, some are a little more like houses. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I think that the the different e- each one does have its really unique uh, character. Some are uh, near a natural area, maybe on the outskirts of town. Uh, I like to ride my bike, so uh, I'm definitely uh, interested in in places where there's uh, bike trails, walking trails. Yeah. Um, and then uh, one of the one of the things that's high on my list when I'm looking at different co-housing places is uh, the cost of, of buying into the group. Because um, if I'm going to be on a reduced income when I retire, um, I have to be careful about that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, can I can I just probe a little bit more on the characteristics? Because I I heard you talk a lot about the physical characteristics, and yep. without visiting there, have you been able to pick up something about kind of the general feel of the group? You know, kind of the dynamics beyond the physical. Yeah. So the the two ones, two co-housing places that I've uh, been to a Zoom session on. Uh, was uh, you folks and the and the Albuquerque co-housing, mm-hmm. um, and uh, both groups just seem like great, uh, you know, friendly, welcoming people. And uh, um, I didn't get a feeling like, oh, these guys are more like this, and those guys are more like that. They, mm-hmm. you know, both of those both of those situations just felt really warm, and I felt uh, comfortable and at home in both of those cases. Nice. Well, maybe co-housing just attracts friendly, warm people, (laughs) no matter. I I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Well, so for you, you said that the role that, that uh, one of the roles that the location plays in for you is, you know, the ability to engage in things that you enjoy doing. And then also the cost, because, you know, some markets are much more expensive than other markets. Are there other, um, other geographical kind of concerns that you have or interests that you have? Um, are there some areas of the country that you ruled out? Uh, yeah, so uh, Lynn mentioned the uh, the the climate and uh, I I tend to be cold a lot. So <laughs> I, I'm in Santa Cruz that is, you know, considered a pretty warm place, but um, I I find it, I, I like to, I like it, to be warmer, basically. Uh, so I wouldn't oh, want to move. Brian, you you would love. Yeah. We got warmth, a yeah. warmth here. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. not yeah, just yeah. warm people, but everything's warm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I'm not I'm not looking in like Idaho or yeah. or someplace like that. Uh, 
my my wife and and younger son went to a trip to Idaho and they're like, yeah, we love Idaho. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not so not so excited about Idaho. Make him make him go in January. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, climate. you do that informs the activities that you do. We we lived in co-housing in Colorado, and you know, one of the activities was going to dig out the uh chickens and, yep. and get them out. And you know, that's one way to spend uh, years. <laughs> and then there are other ways to spend you years. You mean after they died in the snowbank or what? No, 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 because you have to feed them. So you have to <laughs> you have to dig your way in the snow, you know, shovel a path to get to them okay. so that yeah. their door could open and they could get okay. out. And you could I'm, feed them. I'm yeah. just reading uh, My Antonia by Willa Cather. And yeah. she, she describes they built, they 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 dig a tunnel to the chickens and then they got to gotta take away their water that's frozen over and yeah. pour in new water for them and collect <laughs> the eggs. They go through a, through a tunnel in the snow. Yeah. And that you don't see yourself doing that bread for the rest of your years. No, <laughs> no I, I lived in Vermont until I was nine years old and I, I had enough, enough. Of, of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, nice. we can promise you, you won't have to deal with that here. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, so uh, what I wanted to know too, you know, living in, even though co-housing isn't totally uh, novel to you, You've not lived in co-housing and it's different from the way that you're currently living today. Yeah. Um, how, I mean, is it a lot to consider moving to a different area of the country and moving into co-housing in something totally different? Or is it maybe made easier because it's just a total break with what you know? I was wondering if you could tell us about that. Yeah, I think that why I'm looking at co-housing is because so you... I've been here for decades and I've, I've built up a lot of relationships and a lot of connections with people. Yeah. Um, would, you know, if I, I'd prefer to stay here if I could, I'm not sure I can. So mm -hmm. it feels like uh, if you move to another place, uh, you know, far away where you don't have connections, it takes a long time to meet people, to, 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 um, you know, grow those connections, to get that trust, to, to, be on a good, uh, you know, a close relationship yeah. with people rather than just, you know, saying hi to your neighbors or whatever. Um, so I think that that co-housing really gives a, a kickstart to that um, because there's people there who are, that's part of why they're there and they're interested yeah. in knowing each other, uh, interested in, you know, building connections, doing activities together as a group. Um, so I just feel like, that would be wonderful. That's kind of a gift, yeah. um, especially for someone who's a little bit shy and like, oh, should I go over and say hello yeah. to this person or not? You know, it's, it's, <laughs> this is the guy who agreed to come on our podcast, though. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. You know, that's funny, Bryn, because one of the most shy people in our community, little did we know, is an avid, passionate dancer. And so we've all started receiving all these text messages about going dancing with her. Awesome. It's really interesting. Yeah. So, and Very there are cool. people who are going to be trying it this weekend who've never done this line yeah. dancing thing before, yeah. I'm sure. So it's, it's. I think that really is, um, I can see a foretelling, kind of a foreshadowing of what you're, what you're anticipating yeah. is already starting to bubble up in our group, yes. even without yeah. moving in. Yeah. Well, if, if I'm not shy, I'm not the person who like, moves into a new neighborhood and is suddenly best buddies with everybody, you know, yeah. those people yeah. who just somehow do that. Yeah. 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 I get that. 
Yeah. That's interesting too. I think, um, in our group, we have more than one family who are coming from out of state. Mm -hmm. And so I've thought about that too, that, um, for, for me, when I first moved into co-housing, we had moved from, um, from out of state and it was an immediate group of people who I could do things with immediately. You know, if I needed to know where something was, there were people to tell me, you know, all the things that you are anticipating were true. Um, but I was one person, you know, so there weren't other people who were similarly going through that same um, mm -hmm. transition. So I think that, you know, for, for our group here, I think about the members who are moving from mm -hmm. out of state, it'll be interesting because they're like, oh, we're both new to Houston and we're here yes. together um, yeah. yeah, exploring and doing stuff. Great. Well, Bryn, I'm wondering whether you have any tips for anybody else who might be listening today, who's on this kind of Southern latitude uh, fantasy trip this week when it's <laughs> they're digging their way out of snow and ice in the North, you know, what would you say to somebody about thinking about um, trying to look at another part of the country for co-housing? Yeah. So um, there's many, many uh, resources online for any city that you're, that you're looking for. So that's, that's pretty straightforward. One, one thing I do is um I go to Google Maps and I go, I use Street View. Mm -hmm. That's where you can like see as if you're walking around the neighborhood, because if you if you just see a map from above, you don't really know what the character of the place is like. And then when you it, it is the next best thing to like actually walking around mm -hmm. in that neighborhood and you get a you get a feeling for like, well, how far away is this really or yeah. how, you know, is is there a lot of vegetation? Is this mm -hmm. is this park a nice park? So yes. you can you can wander around and see that. Um, the other thing I look at is the website for the uh, USA Co-housing Association. So, mm -hmm. um, so that's cohousing.org for anybody who's listening. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yes, there it is. Cohousing.org, mm -hmm. and um, so they have information about many many different co-housing places and uh, photographs of, you know, photos of the different places uh, and contact information. So I definitely uh, look there a great deal. And then the uh, last thing is just to, you know, going to the um, the Zoom sessions and asking your questions and chatting with people and getting an idea for, you know, what the community looks like. It's like. Yeah. Cool. And what about for, for people like us who are offering ourselves. So we are on cohousing.org. We have an ad. We put our Zoom events out there. Well, I should say we do when I remember to. So yeah. I think I have I think I have February's out there. But um so it's good to know that somebody actually looks for that. That will yeah. motivate that will motivate <laughs> me. Um but is there anything else that you would suggest to people like me and Kelly who are trying to, you know, create an environment that allows somebody like you to have a peek into our world here and assess whether this might be something for them? Uh, I think I, I had all the information I need as soon as I, you know, as soon as I saw your group and went to your website, it, it felt like uh, everything was there that, that uh, I could want. Um, you know, you had, uh, uh, images of what the proposed uh, buildings and the, the site plan, uh, what it was going to look like. So that was super helpful. And it was really easy and straightforward to, to sign up for a Zoom session. Um, the next thing that, that I'm going to want to do is to actually go and, and visit some of these places. So 
Um, Come on down. And, yeah, Come and maybe down. do some some other Zoom sessions as well. Yeah. So yeah. right now we're thinking of maybe uh, this coming summer doing a road trip uh, and and uh, going by some of these places because even with Google Street View, you can't you can't really know. I mean, you got to go to the bookstore, or the coffee shop, and hang out and before yeah. you really really get a feeling for what the town is like uh so um but yeah you know, and you know Bryn, i think that is so important that you say that because we actually have people within the larger houston metro area who yeah. have certain preconceived ideas about the neighborhood we're moving into yeah. and if we can get them dislodge them from the little world that they live in over into the world that we're moving into they're just amazed and they are very impressed and come away very favorably disposed, but it's hard getting them blasting them out of, you know, at least you have the awareness to know, okay, I don't know anything about this town, exactly. <laughs> but they think they know, you know, yeah, you said, you said something else that made me think about an idea that Kelly and I've been playing around with, and we really do need to get it on our calendar. We've been toying around with the idea of doing a podcast. that's kind of like a, uh, the 15 minute from our site walkabout podcast where oh, we would, that would be great you would like that okay yeah well, we're gonna yeah. do it for you so. yeah, okay. <laughs> it has to warm up though because it's in the 40s and that's just and I'm not yeah I'm not doing that it's right too now. much for Houstonians <laughs> yeah so is that un unusual for it to be we get it for a couple of days, you know, a couple of yeah. days here, you get this. And, um, and then everybody starts going like, oh, is it going to snow? And like <laughs> once every like three years, there are flurries in the air, but yeah. <laughs> it's not really. Well, some people want to know about snow. Me, I just want to like, please, when is it going to get out of the <laughs> When is it over? Like, I hate this. I did yeah. not move here for this. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's nice. You get to wear your sweaters once a year. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Cool. Well, Bryn, this has been so delightful. I just want to thank you again for taking time out of your workday. I know you're on your lunch hour on the West Coast right now. We really yep. appreciate that. And as we close out, is there anything else that you thought you might say to us today when we set this up that you haven't had a chance to? Um, yeah, so I think that um, people should not be afraid of getting involved with co-housing, even like a new co-housing group. Um, uh, it the 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 thing that can be a little bit daunting is um the dealing with the finances and dealing with realtors and dealing with maybe you set up a nonprofit or something like that so i was with a a, a co-housing group about um 17 years ago or so um and those were the the things that i was concerned about um since i don't have knowledge in those areas but um the thing that I would say is that that's why you're doing it with a group and there will be someone who has, you know, someone who's a lawyer or knows a lawyer, right? Someone who's a realtor or knows a realtor. Um, and so you don't have to know it all. Uh, you can just get started and find people uh, who are interested in, in doing co-housing in your area. Um, and uh I think it'll all it'll all come together and it'll work because uh, you have a group and you have a team. Thank you. That's what a great closing message. Well, again, thank you very much. And we appreciate your time. We look forward to maybe seeing you in Houston in the summer if you do a road trip. That would trip. be awesome. Okay. Well, bye for now. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for stopping by today. We're so glad you clicked on our episode. 
For more information about our project, Cohousing Houston, go to www.cohousinghouston.com and subscribe to our newsletter. For general information about cohousing, we like cohousing.org. We're active on social media, so check out what's happening on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Cohousing Houston. 